have a question. How's your day? Well, I do hope it's fabulous. I'm Claire Burns, and I'm here to highlight the things that make us human. Everyone has had a day, whether it's good, bad, or absurd. So let's talk about it. This podcast is a safe place where you can be the nosy neighbor and find out what it is that your neighbor is actually doing. It's time to clarify your day. Hello, friends and lovers, and happy February, specifically to my lovers. I kid, I kid. But I have to say, we're getting good with the candy this month, okay? I rate seasons by candy options. Number one, first and foremost, Easter, the best. Don't ever argue with me on that. The Cadbury mini eggs defeat all other candy that's ever been made, okay? I'm saying it right now, and therefore it's fact, okay? Cadbury mini eggs. Now, do I love a a larger egg with the sugar syrup in the middle? I'm not going to kick it out of bed, okay? But there's only so much of those you can eat, you know? I say one or two a season. That's about it, but I'll say one or two crates of Cadbury mini eggs. Thank you. Now, please know that I will go through all of this again as we get closer to the season. But in the meantime, February candy, pretty decent. It's a lot of chocolate. That's okay. I love it. It's no Cadbury, but that's okay. What I'm saying is it's a good time to be alive. Now, my week has been pretty uneventful, I will say. If you missed last week, and that's okay, no big deal, absolutely no concern. I know we all have our life, we got, we're doing things. But anywho, if you missed last week, I explained that I twisted my ankle and fell. Okay, so that's a very easy, stripped down, nice way of saying that I ate shit. Like, I had the most dramatic painful fall. (laughs) I was walking in the park. As a quick summary, I was walking in the park, twisted my ankle, and then fell with all of my energy, weight, and might onto my left knee. So both my right ankle and my left knee have been damaged. Um, Wasn't able to walk for a few days, like at all. Now I'm able to limp. I did go today to get an x-ray. Of course, I did ask the technician if I could see it or if she could tell me. And she was like, well, you have to wait for your doctor. So, you know, I did try. Hopefully tomorrow I'll hear back. It really does put things in perspective, though, when you can't walk. Like a foot injury is quite difficult to recover from. And of course, being in a walking city, that doesn't help. But you know what? I probably couldn't drive with my foot right now. So, you know, come see, come saw. I'm French. Um... Speaking of international travels, I was thinking about the last time that I had a big fall. Listen, I've I've fallen a ton. There's no question about it. I've twisted my ankle hundreds of times, which may be the reason why it's so damaged now. But thinking back to the last time that it like took me out for at least a day, I was in the European country of Italy in Rome or Roma if you will. Now, I am upset because I feel like this story absolutely could have been a plot point in White Lotus, but Mike White didn't ask or didn't call. So that's okay. I'll just share the story now and we can all enjoy it on its own. I mean, maybe 
I can add the White Lotus credits music. I, you know, just to like get that feel. But I was in Rome, uh, specifically at the Colosseum. You may have heard of it. And my friend was with me and we were just, you know, seeing the sights, listening to the audio guide. I am a sucker for information. You know that. And what's shocking and crazy about those old buildings, they are uneven on the ground. So I um, had a nice little uh, twist of the ankle. I mean, it was it was one that I heard. So I think it, it might have been like a, an actual sprain. But here we are in Roma. And I hobble back. I'm young and virile with an objective. So I hobble back. We get back to the hostel, the hotel, whatever. And of course, no one has ice. I even asked at the front desk. I was like, do you have an ice machine or do you have any ice in like an employee fridge or something? No, of course not. Of course not. But they had some something cool. It was like a vegetable bag that was cool. And so I, I put that on for a little bit. Of course, the next day I woke up, it was killing me. My friend... I, I let I released her. I said, please go. Please go to the Vatican without me. So I sat in the hotel room. It was 150 degrees. My foot was swollen. I was in pain. So I said, you know what? Beyond this massive swollen ankle, a day before I had already started seeing a lovely rash. Now, listen, I never said I was 100% beautiful all the time, okay? I had a massive rash and I think it just was like speckly on the same leg. And I think it was heat rash because it was 150, it was so hot. It was like August in Rome or something stupid. Um, so, so I had this horrible rash, my foot. I said, you know what? Maybe I'll just walk over to the pharmacist and see if I can get something for the rash and maybe like in a wrap for my ankle and an ice pack, whatever. So I go over, I'm talking to the pharmacist. I shockingly do not speak Italian. And the pharmacist, she could not speak English very well. She couldn't understand English very well. So I was trying to explain to her, like I twisted, but like, I need something for that. But mainly, it's the rash. I was like, the sun, heat, you know, you look like an idiot when you're trying to convey information to someone who doesn't speak your language. She finally decides, okay, well, I just gotta see what she's talking about. She comes around, and she looks... She looks a little closer and then she goes, ah, mosquito. Can I explain to you, there is no mosquito that made my foot swell up that much or bite me 900 times, (laughs) but it made me laugh. So the one thing I did buy was an ice pack and I thought, well, maybe I can put it in the fridge of this hotel or whatever. And do you remember that Mr. Happy and like Miss Sunshine and all those that cartoon with the big circle people with like tiny little chubby arms and legs, um, hands and feet, really, I don't think they had arms and legs. Well, they had there was a Mr. Happy, like the yellow Mr. Happy ice pack. I mean, the size of my hand, like not that big. I guess I do have a big hand, but uh, you know, the size of the palm of my hand. So... I bought that and I was able to keep it cool, whatever. I, I, I live to tell the tale, right? We, we know this, how the story ends. But the positive is that I still have Mr. Happy. I have, and listen, this was in 2007, I want to say. 
I have carried Mr. Happy with me because not only does Mr. Happy bring a smile to my face, but I always say, oh, mosquito, every time I put it on. So I have a big mosquito bite now is what I'm saying. Ah, I love memories. You know, they're just so fun. (laughs) Well, I'm absolutely thrilled to bring you this conversation with casting director extraordinaire Erica Hart. Now we did, we recorded this on the eve of New Year's Eve. (laughs) So we do have some warm, happy New Year wishes, which I think still stand even though we're a month in. It doesn't matter. We still have a lot to go. We still have well wishes to wish. I knew that I wanted to have Erica on the podcast, and I'm so thankful that she agreed. Um, I definitely wanted someone who was in casting just to talk about that side of things, because I didn't know much about casting, and I didn't, I don't think I understood the intricacies of casting before I got into the industry. And then now I have such an appreciation for it, but it's still such a fascinating, and I feel like we don't praise it enough, right? But the casting directors are crucial in all storytelling, because who's telling that story? And I first met Erica when I took her class, and this was a maybe five, six years ago, maybe at this point, it was one of the first class after I got laid off and I was going back into trying to be an actor full time. I was taking a number of these classes with different casting directors and agents and managers, whatever, just trying to like, just take in as much information as I could. And I remember I so enjoyed her class. It truly felt like she was wanting to teach and wanting to help and she knew what she was talking about she also wasn't acting like a gatekeeper of information and so I was really just drawn to her energy and thankfully we've crossed paths over the years and I've had the honor and privilege to audition for her and to send her some self-tapes. But I also follow her on Instagram. So I have a false sense of closeness. I mean, I think that she has such a wonderful energy. So I had so much fun talking to her, just in general talking to her. But also I love talking about the industry and like how she got in it and then doing all of all of the fun things. So I know you will enjoy it as well. And even though we are a month in, you know what, I'm gonna say it. Have a happy year, you know, but I'll also see you here next week. All right, enjoy. Hello, everyone. I am so excited for today. You know, I am today is just a great day in general, let's be honest. But More importantly, I know so many of you, if you're not in the entertainment industry, you may not be as informed with the most important part of making any sort of entertainment, and that's casting. Thank you. Yes, I feel like those that aren't as involved, uh, it's more underappreciated, but those of us obviously in the industry know how crucial it is to have the right people that we see in these stories. So today... Ha ha ha. You better believe we're going to learn all about it. I'm sorry. She is a member of the Board of Governors for the Casting Society of America. She is a casting director of that damn Michael Che show. Hello. Hilarious. Bust down. Love life. She has worked on shows like you may have heard of it. Ray Donovan. The Bold Type. 
and godfather of Harlem. And let me explain to you the most exciting thing for me, I think, is that last year she made her Broadway casting debut of two plays, Chicken and Biscuits and Passover, and then recently of Death of a Salesman. I'm sorry, Erica Hart, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for that welcome. How are you? Oh my goodness, I am well. I think the first question is, how is your day going so far? My day is going up pretty well, I shall say. I woke up I early that. to go to a 10 a.m. screening of Avatar. <gasps> um, wow. And then I picked up some lunch and I came back here. I love that. Honestly, that's all you had time for if you went to see Avatar. It week. honestly <laughs> was. It honestly was. You know, I have not seen it yet. Did you enjoy? You know, it was fine. Sure. It's, it's a three-hour movie. It's as expected. It's a three-hour movie. Free right. Willy. It's Free yeah. Willy with 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 blue people and sea moss people. But it's it's fine. It's fine. Sure. If you go at the first one, I could not bring myself to see. And then my best friend was like, "You're an artist. You love visual things. Like just go for the visuals." I was like, "Okay, fine." And for that reason, gorgeous, beautiful. That yes. all of that. Yes. Exquisite. Yes. But and I couldn't handle the rest of it. I was like, no, this it's, is too- it's, it's gorgeous. You know, I saw it in IMAX. I saw it at Lincoln Center. So right. I really took in the visuals and it was, it was beautiful. You know, the, the technology and all that James Cameron right. is doing, you know, not only for film and, and the medium and the cinema, but also for raising awareness on climate change and water appreciation and things. It's, it's pretty remarkable. It is pretty impressive. I do want to see it. I will go. I will go. But I That's, will. Again, it's three hours, but it's then those, it's 3.30, you know, it's yeah. three hours, 30. I like it started at 10. I was out at 1.30. Sure. Hello. Okay. Well, I won't drink water the entire day. <laughs> well, so maybe. Pass may, 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 yeah, well, but you should. You should stay hydrated. I don't want you to not true. hydrate. <laughs> I'll just know that I'm going to get up and go to the bathroom at some point. This, yeah. Uh, I mean, someone left and came back with snacks. And I was like, wow. Yeah, why not? Do it. Do it. I love Bring it. Bring it up. <laughs> Hurry. Just like sit on the aisle, run out. You got it. It's not got a problem. It. Okay. So today we will just run through. I want to talk a little bit about casting in general, how you got into it. And then we'll talk a typical day. Right. Which I know there's no such thing as a typical day, but we'll just pick uh, pick the idea of one. A sensible Tuesday is always A good. sensible Tuesday without Avatar. And then <laughs> we'll talk about your ideal day. Oh. How fun is that? But first, I'd like to do a little this or that. Would you rather just to get to oh. know each other? Okay. You know what I mean? How fun okay. is that? I love okay. that. So the first question, very simple, be a teacher or be a student? Hmm. Wow. I would probably rather be the teacher. <gasps> yes, yes. And what would you teach? Well, I do teach a lot. Do- I teach, I teach, um, I just wrapped up a five uh, class course at NYU in their grad program for oh, teaching audition techniques. Oh. And then this week, this week, yeah. This coming week, 2023, uh-huh. uh, I'll teach uh, a two day a two day course virtually for Harvard students. Oh, hello! Um, so I think I say teach because it's fresh. It's 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 something sure. that I can call upon. Whereas, like, I haven't been a student in that realm since 2012. Yeah, right, right, right. 
Right. Yeah. If you weren't teaching about casting or entertainment, what would you be interested in teaching? Well, I grew up teaching dance. Um, I was a dance teacher Excuse when I was in uh, high school. Yeah. In high school, I taught uh, the babies up to their parents. Um, Stop so, it. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I love that. Yeah. All types of dance? Uh, well, for the babies, it was it was ballet and tap. And then okay. the older sure, kids, sure, sure. it was uh, hip hop and street styles. I love that. Do you still dance? No, I wish I did. Right. That's something that's like in the 2023 okay. resolution box. It's I all like it's them. been in the box for about five years now. Right. I did take a class last year. Uh, Jonathan okay. Lee over at Ailey, I took his class <gasps> with my girl Malika Samuel, um, and it was a beginner class. And we were both winded and had to sit on the floor for about ten minutes to regroup ourselves. Insane. Um, but yeah, it's something that I do love and follow follow from the wings of just right. seeing you know the dancers that I loved growing up and then you know danced with who are now on tour with people it's 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 great I love that I grew up dancing as well I never yes but that is something every year that I want to do more of (laughs) well maybe maybe we will do this maybe maybe (gasps) Maybe this will be our year what was your style what did you do I feel well I mean I I started when I was like five right Mm -hmm. doing just the dance mm-hmm. quote unquote whatever the dance <laughs> movement the, right? the black tights pink leotard dance of course, uh, the, of course. The, excuse me pink Opposite. leotard black leotard right 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 dance yes the <laughs> no, start off with the ballet in the top yep absolutely and then I did go through the whole thing I was doing point for a while yes. I so enjoyed it but then I did yeah I started focusing more on the acting and also yeah. my physically I started doing more tennis oh Oh. And I so that's what I've been doing recently, but I do oh, want to awesome. go back and do some. I mean, listen, I took a alley class <laughs> a few years ago, and it was so painful. Like my muscle memory was there, yeah. which is so nice. Like yeah. I was able to be like, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. My yeah. body couldn't do it for very for long. Sure. That is for, for sure. sure. Yeah, but I so enjoyed it. Okay, yeah. so I see that on our horizon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that. Next question. Yes, it's on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to happen. Okay. Um, okay. Would you rather be able to speak any language mm. or be able to speak to animals? Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. I think speak any language just because mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like if I'm able to speak to animals, I'm the only one to do that. And I feel like I'd be the translator and I really don't have time to be the translator for I'm billions a- of people. I'm obsessed. Um, so I think that would be cool just to like drop into any country and speak any language. Though, if I could speak to like a meerkat, that'd be cool. But like, wow, how cool again, again, I don't... If I, if I could keep that secret to myself, like That's if I true. could be Dr. Doolittle and nobody knows. Nobody And knows. like, sure, but I feel like everyone would be coming up to me being like, so what does my, you know, terrier mix say? Like, why are we they whimpering? Care. I can't. They just want you to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't go right. to the dog park and like have everybody come up to me and ask no. me about their corgi who i love i love me a dog but like but like i can't i can't with the tabby it would have to be a secret it would have to be a secret it would have to be a lizard you know Uh, 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 uh. it'd be a lot though i do think it would be it would be monetarily sound like i feel like oh you have a job forever like you'd have a job forever like caesar watch out like i just feel like you're the dog whisperer okay sure yeah, I'm sorry. I have a whole channel devoted to me now. Okay, not just a TV show. 
Okay. But then that is truly your life. That's that's it. That's it's it. Like me, it's like being a medium, but like. Right, right, right. Even Which more. also, could you even imagine? Yeah, I think I would, I would love to talk, to, I would love to speak with animals, but I think I would get so um, depressed. <laughs> mm. But then also, but I think it's, it's like the birds, you know, I like know. there's so much, there'll be so much in your brain. How do you shut it off? I mean, like similar to like, no. Okay. Now it's too much. There are it's too many too voices much. happening. Too many voices. We can't do that. Okay. So now. And then they, that. do they speak different languages? Because then right? they, that other this or that comes into play. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's too complicated is what I'm like, getting. Who's to say they speak English? <laughs> Not us. <laughs> we don't know. We don't well, know. now this next question kind of ties into the first one or the uh, last one. Okay. Visit every country in the world or go to space Ooh, is it on my dime though no it's i say it's dime. free it's all free it's free i think space when in doubt space <gasps> interesting when in doubt space you know but who am i, I going that. with that's another yeah. good question my None friend and i do nonsense. this would you rather see there uh-huh. you go. there's a cat i, I see a yes. tail you see a tail <laughs> i would have to know but i the, my friend and i talk about would you rather yeah and you, it's, it's the questions. Like you have to be ready with those questions. Right. Because when you asked me that first question, it uh-huh. was going to be like, be a student in what and be a teacher in what, exactly. you know? But I was like, no, that's too deep. But yeah, I think space. I think space. Okay. I'm more of, um, space freaks me out. Sure. I mean, it's, it's it the freaks unknown. Me out yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that. But then Thank like you. you could go deeper. It's like, how space are we spacing? Like, are we going to the moon or are we just going? Are we doing the crazy? Mars? Are we like, are we going to all seven planets? Are we getting out of this galaxy? You know, like what? That's too much. That's why the question, that's why there's so many questions. There's so many questions. I, yeah, I don't think I would want to listen. And I obviously space freaks me out, but I don't necessarily want to be on one of the Bezos planes and just like go up and come back down. Like I feel as though that's insane. No, 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 no. If I, again, that's another question. It's like, who going? Right. Who are we going with? Who you know, going who's going to be there? I like, can't be there with You know, Bezos. I don't need the Bezos. I don't no. need the Richard, the Bransons. Be. I don't need that either. No. Like, is it me and my friends? Different. You know, like, who's yeah. who's on the ship? Yeah. Who's All going down to Cape Canaveral with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Okay, so the last question is, and this can be a loaded question, but whatever comes okay. to mind first. Okay. What has been your favorite day so far? In my life? In your life. <laughs> in 32 years, it has been my favorite day. And th- or, like one, oh, wow. Okay. Or a favorite moment in a day that just sticks with you. My favorite day. It's a tricky it's a tricky wow. one. Wow. One has it just to give you examples. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously there's like, and I tell my friends or who I've uh, yeah. spoken with, like if they've had a child or married, right, I'm sure, like beyond sure. that, but I'm like beyond that. Cause sure. That's uh, is too expected. Yeah. But, um, I know Anna, she was saying that there was a time it was like a middle school dance and she and her friend oh, just had like so that. much fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's just those, uh, those joyous moments, those favorite moments. I think, I mean, the favorite time of my life has definitely been the summer, uh, between my, uh, senior year of high school into my freshman year of college. Like ah. I've always said that is my favorite 
time of my life so far. I love that. Within that, there was uh-huh. a party uh, that benefited Katrina. Uh, it was oh, yeah. 2008. And it was me and my dance friends. Um, yeah. Shout out Urban Impact. And it was literally, we went to this party. We sh- we we had a, a reputation of shutting down the parties. Like we would walk <laughs> in it. and it would be, we would bring the party. And Absolutely. it just, and it was, it, the night lasted, it was like one of those nights you're 18. It lasted like 13, 14 hours. Right. Of course. Of course. You know, and like, we, we didn't do anything. <laughs> like right. There was no, no illegal, nothing. It was right. just like us. And, and, and if anybody's from the DMV, us in Bethesda, Maryland, we yeah. started off at the Hyatt on Wisconsin Avenue and we and like went around and like ended at my girl Emma Whitty's house. And it was just like crazy. It was, it was a crazy night, but yeah, I think that was a very free time. I love that. A free night. Um, but wow, now I'm, I'm going to think about that. Right. I think, I mean, that, that definitely is in the top, top five. That's up there. My life. And that's the first thing that kind of came to mind, but yeah, I like that question. What else was great during that summer? Like how else was that such you a know, it was wonderful just, time? It was just a time that again, like free is the word yeah. to describe that time. It was three months. I was dancing every single day with wow. some of my best friends from life. And I would start the day at like 10 a.m. Would end the day at 10 p.m. We would yeah. go around and just rehearse. We would just dance all day. We would perform. Um, if we weren't performing or dancing, we were at each other's houses. Yeah. You know? I lost 15 pounds that summer. Like it was just like, it was just, it was complete. Everything just came together. Everything came together. And it was, it was again, freedom because like we didn't have any homework because we right. were, you know, going to college. So yeah. they, they was just, you know, but it was also bittersweet because again, I was moving to New York. Right. So, and now looking back on it, it's like that will never happen again. Right. Um. But yeah, it was, it was a beautiful time. But I think most people, you know, other than, like you said, the people who have kids or the people who got married, right, you know, right, like right. for sure, I would, sure. I would think that a lot of people's best days are those that are filled with laughter. Yeah. Just your loved ones and yeah. you laughing. Yeah, laughing. Okay. We're going to have more of those in our future. I see it. I After hope. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yes. So let's get into casting. Okay. And I want to go through your typical day. But before we do that, let's talk about how you got to where you are now. So were you curious, obviously you were dancing before, were you mm-hmm. ever, were you interested in casting? How did that come on your radar? You know, it's really interesting because I went to school for film and TV at Tisch, uh-huh. I went to NYU, and yes, yes. I went in thinking I was going to be a music video director. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, God bless, rest in peace, music videos. Um, <laughs> I thought I was going to be the next like Hype Williams, and like that's what I thought I was going to be. And this is all quick. Like this all happened okay. within like a two month period of my freshman year. And the thing about NYU, I think, or any film school, maybe uh, they right. kind of scare you out of being a director, in my opinion. Um, and so I was like, oh, I don't want to be a director. And so then I thought, well, maybe I could be an editor. I can edit. I've edited. I yeah. like editing. And then I thought uh, being in a room by myself with no windows Fantastic. doesn't really work for me as no. well. Um, yeah. And then literally within months, uh, a former classmate of mine decided she wanted to make a film outside of the curriculum. Okay. And she was very adamant on the fact that everyone had their own job, own specific job. So she was right. just the director, period. You were Which just is huge for 
which is huge for a student film. Yeah, because, student or film. An film because you, if you're the director, you're doing a lot Everything. of things. But she yes. was just very adamant to be like, this is a professional set. But then when you work on professional sets, you realize that everybody's- It's not like that. Um, <laughs> it's just more money, but there's right. still chaos, you know? Yes, absolutely. Um, so she was very adamant and we printed out a crew list and like the second or third to last thing was casting director. And I had no idea what that meant, but because of my dance background and because yeah. I was captain of my pre-professional company and because I choreographed and put people in pieces, I thought that I could do this. I was like, Oh, yeah. this makes sense. I've been on sure. auditions before. Yeah. I think I could do this. And film school or any type of other conservatory or art school is very competitive and yeah. People were trying to be the best director, the best writer, the best DP or the best producer. And I was in the corner doing that thing. And that's what people saw me as. They were like, right. oh, you did that thing for that film. Can you do that thing for my film? And instead of a threat, yeah. I became an asset. And that's what I did all through college. My freshman, sophomore, wow. junior, senior year, I was just casting everybody's films um, and had a monopoly going. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Um, so yeah, I was just the girl's that casts like that's I had this big binder of headshots I knew exactly the actors that would do student films you know right. and that's I started off having um relationships with actors as well as agents and managers yeah. and I still have my same breakdown account from 12 Obsessed. years ago I love years that. ago you know yeah. that was my account that I used and I've just been using it ever since yeah um, why change so it? yeah since I was 18 I've had the same like cast and networks account yeah. um, breakdown account um, but yeah, that's, that's where that's I so learned funny. casting and, and now, got, and got introduced to the, to the craft. Now you were saying with the, the directing, how do you feel like, well, Tish specifically, cause that's where you were going. How do you feel like they dissuade you from directing or they really kind of turn you off of that? I think it's just the, the thought of like, look to your left, look to your right. Okay. Yeah. You know, only one yeah. of you're gonna one of one of you is gonna make it. But I think in that mentality, I think it opened. I would hope that it would open up students to the fact that there are more things to do on a film set, on a TV Absolutely. set, in a theater space than yeah. just being a writer and director. You know, um, you know, there's so many things to be a filmmaker that doesn't include director. And I and you know, I I say to people, be it actors or just people in the industry, that like sometimes what you want is in a different package. Mm, so mm -hmm. I thought I was going to be a director. Now I'm a casting director. Yeah. You know, so whatever you put out in the universe or if you are religious or whatever you may be, whatever right. is listening and you always end up where you're supposed to be, whether or not that is what you always saw, or maybe it's broader strokes and it's something different. Right. It's just a slight variation of that. Yeah, yeah. And not to say that I'll never direct. I think, right. you know, there, there's there's a lot of direction in casting. Um, and there are things that I would love to direct here and there. Um, but it is it is a lot. It's daunting. <laughs> yeah. It is daunting to, to be the captain of that ship. Um, and yeah, you know. Do I you think, feel I, like... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, do you think that that's shifting a little bit, just the attitude towards opening up the other options in film and TV, like seeing, because you're around schools a little mm -hmm. bit, you know, mm -hmm. teaching, do you feel like there are more options? I know when I went to IU in Bloomington, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. not at all did we talk about casting or oh, no. really anything else. I mm -hmm. mean, there were set design and lighting design Correct. and costume design, but like, Correct. That's for stage, you know. Yeah. So no, yeah. granted, I wasn't going to a film school. I was going to a theater school. So that mm -hmm. is a little bit different. 
But do you feel like that's expanding, like those curriculums are expanding a little bit to involve those? Yes and no. I think casting has definitely been more in the conversation than it was even when I was starting out, let alone sure. when, you know, my mentors were starting off in the game. Right. Um, I think there has been more conversation and it is very refreshing and um hopeful to hear, you know, I get like, I got an email a couple of months ago from a 19 year old who wants to go into casting, you I know, like that. that yeah. I, I didn't know of that, yeah. you know, back in the day, I didn't even think casting could be a career until maybe my junior or senior year of college. Right. Um, so I think, you know, I think there are many people who are now interested in casting and see it as a career, which is beautiful. Um, and I think definitely is exciting. I do Absolutely. think that, you know, there are some schools, I think Chapman, I think UCLA is going to start a school. Syracuse has the Tepper program, which okay. is, um, a great program about casting. Um, wow. So I think there is, we at CSA have a training and education program, which um, allows a group of people, regardless of age or whatever background right. to learn what it is to be a casting assistant. Um, oh, wow. So that's great. You know, but like back in the day, that wasn't a thing. Um, no, so I think, not. I think, you know, it's a good step, but we need a little bit more of those steps to For happen. Sure. For sure. That goes with everything. You know, yeah. I think, you know, when people think of filmmaking, they think of, of course, the writer, the director, maybe a producer, a maybe. DP, yeah. maybe an editor, you know, but kind of the buck stops there. And so it's it's right. moving that curtain back to be like, no, you can be a, a, a production designer, but what does that even mean? You could be an what art director, that, you could I be know, a prop exactly. master, you could be a set decorator. You, okay, you could be a costume it's designer. So many what does layers. that mean? I know. You know, like you could do so many things and seeing Avatar today, oh my God, those oh credits. Gosh. Like, what do you want to be? Like, <laughs> that was the last hour, I'm sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever you want to be, you can be on you film. You can do it. You know? So I think it's, it's just opening people's eyes and just realizing that, like, you don't have to do this one thing you can do many right. things to there's so many ways to create and to storytell yeah, exactly with tv and film okay so after you graduated mm -hmm. you already had a monopoly i'm sure you already knew <laughs> so many people were you able just to continue independently or were you did you start working i know you used to be with abc yes for a little bit did you go after school there or did you have some other casting before so my senior year of college, I interned at NBC, okay. NBC, uh, and I interned for a full year. Um, uh -huh. And that was fantastic because I got to learn the studio network side with Trey yes. and Jen McNamara. But then I also got to learn the independent side because they mm -hmm. did 30 Rock out of that office. Ah. So I interned with Katya Blickfeld and Jessica Daniels. And then Marsha DeBonis came during a pilot season. So I got to see what wow. a pilot season was. And then I worked with Steven Tyler O'Connor, uh, uh -huh. who was the uh -huh. assistant at that time. And then Jandis Estrada. Like it was just very much of like learning from the best of the best. In Absolutely. different mediums, like I got to see again what a pilot season looks like from a network studio side. I got to see right. what um, someone who's a casting director come in who's also an actor. What does that look right. like, Marcia right. DeBonis? I got to see what independent casting was, and then also, which was really cool, Katia Blickfeld was um, doing high maintenance at that time. Oh, hello. It was just doing, but it was just a web series, you yeah. know. Like on Monday yeah. morning, she'd be like, "Erica, what did you do this week?" And I'd be like, "Oh." nothing like I you know I was in the dorms studying right, right. what did you do and she's like oh I did this you know I did you know 
I, I filmed a web series with, you know, a couple of people and that was high maintenance. So I got That's now, I got to see what like a casting director who also produced something on the side, who right. was now like producing like this show, right. um, you know, so it was very, very informational and definitely a great foundation. Yeah. Um, but then move on to ABC, like you said. And so mm-hmm. I graduated in May and then in August, I started off as the showcase assistant, but then they got agents of shield while I was there. Oh, wow. They asked me to stay. And then pilot season rolled around. They were like, well, do you want to stay for pilot season? And so I just kept getting extended. And then, so I was freelancing for two years there. And then in 2014, I was promoted to coordinator. Okay. And then I stayed there for four years. And then I left in 2018 of July, 2018. I started off with Meredith Tucker as her associate casting director for Godfather of Harlem and Bold Type and Ray Donovan. And I stayed there, you know, lockdown. Right, right. (laughs) I was there up until March and then was working with her through that. And then things got crazy. And then September of 2020 is when I got the call about Michael Che. (gasps) Um, Yeah. But during all of that, I was still doing independent projects. I was still casting commercials. Yeah. I was still casting shorts. And so what I've been trying to tell budding casting directors or budding associate mm-hmm. casting directors is if you're privileged enough, if you have the resources, if your bosses are um, open to it, because again, right. I was very lucky and fortunate and blessed to have bosses who were mentors, who cared about me That's more wonderful. about as a, as a person, not as an employee. Right. And so they did see that, you know, I had aspirations beyond what um, I was working for them as. So even as an intern and assistant and associate casting director, Mm -hmm. I was still somebody else's casting director. And so that's what I've been trying to tell, you know, people who want to get into this business. If you can try to find ways to be someone else's casting director, it could Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. be your friend is putting on a reading for their new play. Cast it. And it, your casting could literally just be calling friends and be like, hey, can you do this? Can that you is do casting. This? Yeah. You yeah. know, if your friend has a short film, if your friend has a play, if your friend has a commercial, whatever it is, just keep trying to cast because yeah. when the call, if you do have aspirations to being a casting director, when that call comes to cast your first big movie or cast right. your first TV show or ca- or do a big right, right, search right. for the first time, it's scary. Yeah, of but course. it's not as scary because at least you've been the captain of a ship before. At least right. you've done it before. At least you have, you know, seen your taste, seen what you like. So it's right. not as scary as if you've never done it before. Absolutely. Okay, a typical day. <laughs> Let's find that. <laughs> well, a typical, well, the question might be, is it a typical good day in 2022 or a typical different. day in 2019? Because different. those are different typical days. Right? Okay, well, let's go with 22. Let's or do that. 22, okay. okay. What is your morning routine? I'll do just a regular, like. Regular day. Regular schmegula in yeah. it. Um, nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. So let's, okay. So morning, if it's a, t- let's do a Tuesday. A regular I love a Tuesday. Tuesday. Absolutely. Um, so I usually work out with love my trainer. It. I usually oh, do an hour you. workout on Tuesdays, Thursdays, or Saturdays. Very um, nice. So Can I work- ask what type of workout? It depends on the day. Oh, so close, made, it um, Saturdays is usually hit high nice. intensity. Okay internal sure, sure, training sure. and then maybe a Tuesday is some weights and then Thursday Love might it. be a hybrid sure, sure, um sure. so Tuesday morning we're doing about an hour of a workout right. um and then I come back from the gym 
and it's time to get ready. So we go to see, you know, what emails have been popped up, what emails that I uh, need to respond from, you know, maybe that came in from last night that came in from this morning. Um, if it's a day that I check tapes, you know, uh-huh. since we're now in the 2022 land of virtual Absolutely. land, uh, uh-huh. I'll check through the tapes that have come in. I check okay. them. I personally check them on a rolling basis. Okay. So let's say I put out, if it's a Tuesday, maybe I put out the appointments on a Friday uh-huh. and maybe uh-huh. they're due on Tuesday. I've been looking every single day up until sure. Day so that okay, when Tuesday hits, I don't have hundreds of self tapes to look. Through. I couldn't imagine. I have, I have looked at a hundred self tapes because they're right. coming in on a rolling basis, but I don't let them pile up. You don't so sit like, there for hours. I do sit there for hours, but but not in a different multiple room. hours. <laughs> multiple hours, maybe not because all. I've, like... I've sent. I've looked. You know, thirty minutes here, of course, twenty minutes of there. You know, right. during during the weekend. You know, if I'm right. you know waiting for the subway when they come I'm in. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking through tapes. I'm talking to my associate casting director um, to see that. And so if it's, if the due date is on Tuesday, I'm probably going to send a link that night, which okay. means, uh-huh. um, you know, we're not going to send everybody that has Sir, submitted. We're going to uh, distill that down. So would you, know, you say, sorry, to no, 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 would no, you no, say no. that like, what would be the percentage of that, that you would call it down? Yeah, it's all That's about hard. percentage, right? No, it's not. It's not as hard as you would think. Um, okay. So, uh, so let's say let's say I get a thousand submissions. Let's just hopefully sure. use some sure. round numbers. Okay. Let's say I get a thousand submissions uh-huh. just without asking for tapes, right? So I just get headshots and resumes from right. actors okay. and and agents and managers. Let's say I get a mm-hmm. thousand submissions for you know John Doe, the role of John Doe. Right. I'm not bringing. I'm not requesting a thousand self tapes. I'm Great. probably okay. requesting and now any depending on the role between 50 and 60, 75. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's less than 30%. Yeah. At that. So okay. from that 50 to 65, 70, 70 people are not going to submit subtapes. People are going to pass. People are okay. not going to be available. People available. Sure. are, you know, just not going to tape without, sure. you know. So whatever. So I'm from that 50, you might get 30, maybe 25. Okay. Out of that 25. Wow. Mm-hmm, I didn't that, realize it was that low. Depending, depending, depending on the role. Sure. Yeah. But I yeah. would say if, if I request 50, I'm not, it'd be a good if I clear 40, to be quite honest. Wow. I might get, I might get 30 out of the 50. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, so out of that 30, Self tapes. I'm sending if it's like a mm-hmm. one line co star. I'm probably right. sending around five or six. Okay. If it's a bigger guest recur, I'm probably sending around ten. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so sorry, I just wanted to no, no. It's all about numbers. It's all about numbers. It's so and we'll curious. Probably, we'll probably get to this, but I'll say it now. That's why everything yeah. is a win. Everything is that. a win because again, even a self tape request. Yeah, because again, yeah. I'm not calling in a thousand people. To You're not asking people. everyone. I'm asking less than three percent, sometimes two percent, right. sometimes one percent of that right. a thousand. Not not one percent, but like three percent per se. For sure. You know. For sure. So I think it's important to think of it that way. Yeah. No more than no more than ten percent of that a thousand submissions right. being asked. So you're in a very small 
group. You've been selected in that group. You've been selected to be self to to self tape or you know have a Zoom audition or whatever it is. That's a win. You know, if someone pins you or calls you back or gives you feedback or whatever, whatever, each step along the way is a win because that number is getting smaller. And smaller right. and smaller. Um, so that's why numbers are important. When you asked about the numbers, Absolutely. they are important. Um, that's why I think like it is interesting. You know, if, if people are not available, people can't tape. People pass. Right. That's totally fine. Right. But it's always interesting to me when people just don't tape without a note. With no reason. Why. With no reason. It's just like okay, you're taking yourself out okay. of the running. You know, it's an opportunity. Again, I understand if you pass, if you're uncomfortable, if it's sure, not for you, that's there's totally some fine. Reason. There's some right. reason. Not but bad. not to communicate that. That is Yeah. It's sort of just like you kind of took somebody else's spot. Yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, that's that's usually the day going through tapes, okay. answering emails, talking to agents and managers, talking to the showrunner, right, talking to the line producer, sometimes talking to costumes if we need a choice and they need to fit somebody and they Fix need to get them it, in. Right. in. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of talking. It's a lot of connecting. It's a lot of, um, right. you know, and so then that link will send at the end of the day. Um, and we'll just wait, just wait and hear Now, wait, how many projects would you typically be working on a Tuesday again, using this arbitrary mm. Tuesday? So if it was, let's say if it was a Tuesday on in November, I was working sure. on technical, well, technically, if we want to be technical, and I was we always working, do. If we always do, I was <laughs> technically, technically working on two TV shows. Okay. One definite Broadway show. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, tech no tech no technically no. two Broadway shows. Hello. <laughs> one off Broadway show. Okay. And then one show in development. Oh, well, hello. and then I was working on a movie. Okay, so just a couple but, things, but a couple things, no but big like, deal. A, but most of those things were inactive, right? Okay, so okay. active wise, it was the two TV shows. Okay, okay. So, with and I may get in the weeds a little bit just because no. out of true curiosity with this, yeah. when you are a casting director, you're mainly focusing on, let's say, for a TV, mm-hmm. right? So, you're mainly focusing on the leads and those are like the under fives and things those are going to more of the associates or are you covering all of that i'm covering all of that i love it okay um, you know i think it was really interesting because i grew up on soaps ah, um yes, so yes. i was fun fact this is always my fun fact and uh-huh. i think now people it's interesting how things are aging out but right. i was named after erica kane from all my children so well, i grew up on <laughs> so i grew up on soaps and so yes. the soap casting director it was very interesting they would pick the under fives they would pick the random nurse that would show up in general right, right, hospital right. that said two lines right. that would be the part of their job that's not a part of our job but we still okay. we're still you know looking through them and things like that right. there are days where my associate might look through all of the tapes give me her top 20 okay, okay. and then i'll go through and make the top Pick five there. okay you so know, there's so a little vetting be, maybe she might narrow them the down okay. um but yeah, I, I still look through all of it. I look through right. every single submission. That is something that I do. Wow. I look through every single submission and make my choices there. Um, but there might be a couple one-liners that she goes through. Um, right. And then, 
I make the final decision. You make the final decision. Okay, so to confirm for those who aren't in the industry, just to confirm, first mm-hmm. of all, under five mm-hmm. is... Under five lines or 50 uh, words. 50 words. And then a lot of people, sometimes I'll say, if I'm talking to people back at home or whatever, they're like, how are things? I said, well, you know, I had a self-tape and whatever, and they don't know what that is. So Mm -hmm. the landscape has changed tremendously, like you were saying, do we talk Mm -hmm. 2019 or 22? Mm -hmm. Um, So auditions now are, I mean, are you doing any in-person auditions? Uh, Theater, yes. Theater. Theater, we had in-person callbacks. Okay. Um, sure. it'll be interesting come 2023. Sure. I think, I think 2023, I, people were saying 2022 was the change. Sure. I think 2023 is the actual change. And, um, okay. in what way seeing more I in person, seeing more in person first round. Okay. First round. I think because again, callbacks, chemistry Different. reads, right. I think we have gotten into that, especially again with theater. Yeah. Um, I did do callbacks for a show I was working on, um, in July, we did in-person okay. callbacks. And that was the first in-person callback for TV I wow. did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it'll definitely be be interesting to see what that what that looks like. How what are your thoughts on the self-tapes in general? Like, do you want to be doing more in person? Do you like the hybrid maybe of doing a little bit of both? I like the hybrid. Okay. You know, I think there is there are pros to cons to everything. You yes. know, I think the con, of course, is the fact that we're not in the room with everybody. Right. Um, there's that connection that is being missed. There's that back right. and forth. There's that adjustment. I think that's what yeah, people are craving the most is sure. the adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with the self-tapes, again, time is a construct. So yeah. if I, back in 2019, we were in session from 11 to 4, 11 mm. to 7, whatever it might be there's a set amount of people that you can see in that set amount of time Right. that now that number is doubled. So like I said, if I'm bringing in five people, 50 people, I'm not bringing in 50 people in person. That's no, impossible. No, no. You yeah. know, for the co-stars, maybe I'm bringing uh, the, the, under, as you said, the under fives, I'm bringing in maybe 15. Yeah. Because that's all the day can happen. Because if you're working on a drama, you have two weeks to cast that bad boy, regardless of how many wow. roles that bad boy might have. Yeah. Um, so that episode might have three characters. That episode might have 30 characters. You don't know. But you, all you do know is that you have two weeks to do that episode. Right. Um, and so, you know, if I have one day, I have to maybe see three characters in that one day. And so if I have to see three characters between 10 and four. No eight, you know, between six and eight people per hour, do the math, you know, I might have an hour just to see one character, right? you know, if it's a big episode and there are a lot of people to be seen. Yeah. So I think that's what people might be missing that are like, oh, I hate self-tapes. And I get it. I get it. You're in your house. You're in a vacuum. You never hear back from anything. I know you're being the DP and the designer and all. Uh, And then you got to act. I get it. It's a lot. But I think when we do go back in person, there are going to be shifts that happen where yeah. maybe the opportunities aren't as much because we only have a set amount of hours to see people. Yeah. I mean, I have, as an actor, I have learned to love question mark self tapes. I mean, I miss the in-person, obviously. I think sure. that that's so much of obviously just getting that connection and adjustment. and But I think it's, for myself in preparation, thinking about, um, okay, 
yes, think about what they're looking for, but then also go all out with whatever mm-hmm. you want to do, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I think you, I mean, obviously in person as well, but I think I was so nervous at the beginning of doing a lot of self tapes sure. of sure. like, well, I don't have a lot of room here. Let's just make sure. But then, you know, no, you should be bringing yourself to it anyway. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I think yeah. what, you know, you're having the power in the yeah. self tape. You can do it as many times as you can. Right. You know, right. which can and be good and bad. Which could be good and bad. And that's why I think (laughs) as we transition to the new year, I think, you know, doing a two page self tape that takes you three hours. Yeah. That might be a a question for you. You know, I think someone, a casting director said, you know, set your, set your setup. Yeah. Take a step back for five to 10 minutes and then go back and set your timer for 30 minutes and get it done. Because the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is when we do go back in person, if we do go back in person, mm-hmm. you're not going to have, you're not even going to have the 30 minutes. No, you're going to have anywhere all. between seven and a half and 15 I know. and seven and a half to 10 on average to yeah. do, you know, 14 pages. <laughs> so insane, right? I think yes. it's something just to think about, you know, yeah. in the comfortability of the self tape when we do move back, or even if we never do move back, when you book right. the job and you go on exactly. set and you have two takes to do what you need to do. Right. It's not going to take you. They're not going to give you three hours to do that. Thankfully, um, it's, it's already know, taken long enough. <laughs> three hours is half the day. Three hours know, is half exactly. the day. Exactly. Well, so, I think for me, yeah. when I was first figuring it out with self-tapes, yeah. so often I would prepare I would almost finish preparing while recording Mm -hmm. so it would take so much longer but I think that I have learned that Mm -hmm. the preparation still has to be the same beforehand don't like start playing with it because then you just get more frustrated but anyway that's what I had discovered in my and I think there's just been a lot of discussion on both sides of the table for sure you know and I think what I was saying like when you put out 50 self tapes and you maybe get three-fifths of those I think that's something to think about is sort of just like okay well you know maybe this person's not going to self-tape but this person and you know I think again like what we've learned is Friday self-tapes maybe if you can don't have a Monday deadline yeah because that Monday deadline is basically going to be a Tuesday deadline so just just put it as a Tuesday deadline because everybody and their mother it's like it's like the holidays. Don't book the day before the holiday if you can, because right. that's when everybody's traveling. Same yeah. thing goes here. Do not try to have that deadline at 11 a.m. on a Monday because no. every casting office has that deadline. Yeah, and you're gonna get you're going to get people asking for extensions. Um, and but sometimes that's you can't. Sometimes you can't have. You that. can't. Sometimes you, right. you need that and you need it. But if you right. can. If you have try that to, choice, you try to punt it to Tuesday. Right. Just, to, just so that the person doesn't have six self tapes to do. Right. I mean, bless them for having six self tapes to do. <laughs> but nonetheless. Okay. So you've sent off the links. Yes. You've selected, you've gone through the self tapes, you've talked to everyone. How do you unwind? At the quote-unquote end of the day. trillion dollar question. Um, right. I do go to a lot of theater. I yes. wouldn't necessarily calling that unwinding, but True. I do enjoy it a lot. I love to see theater. I love to yeah. see actors do anything. Theater, TV shows, right. film. It's still research. Anything I do is research. It's still, you know, yeah. Which is, again, a pro and a con. Yeah. Get to write off uh, yes. everything that we see, but I'm mm-hmm. working, you yeah. know. Um, 
So, you know, it's scouting, it's, it's seeing yeah. things. And that's the beauty of being New York. You know, True. I'm in the theater at least three times a week. Um, well, as a follower of your Instagram, I see that when you post, when you go, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that looks so fabulous. <laughs> um, so I'm in, I'm the th- in the theater three times a week. Sometimes yeah. I'm in a double show on a Saturday. Um, you know, so that's really great. Um, that's awesome. But I love to do nothing. <laughs> like oh, that is that is my favorite thing. Um, I've gotten into poker recently. Stop um, it. So I've been I've been doing a lot a lot of Texas Hold'em. Oh my um, gosh, I'm obsessed. So that's something to kind of unwind. Is like yeah. I have six million chips that mean Let's absolutely go. nothing. <laughs> Not a thing. Not a thing to anybody. Um, Do you have like a poker group that you get together, or is it just no, like no? No, I'm not whatever. that fancy. No, this literally started like like a couple weeks ago. Oh my gosh, I'm like, I, I okay. like growing up. I would watch the World Series of Poker and have no wow. idea what was happening, but it would just be very interesting to be like. It is fascinating. Y'all are all lying. Right. For a living. You all lie for a living and make millions of dollars lying for a living. I do not like it when they wear sunglasses. I think that's cheating. I think they should be taken out. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. I like guess. your face doesn't matter. Like, right. okay, you like jump or like you smile. Are you right. lying? Like, like. That stresses so, me out. Yeah, stresses me out. So I've always been interested in poker, but I've right. never like downloaded a game app. Right, right, but right. I did recently. And we did. Uh, and now I'm playing. I love uh, that. I'm not a part of a group. I've never played in person. <gasps> um, so that would be a test. Okay. I but see 2023 20, goals. I'm winning. I'm Excuse winning a me. lot of things. But again, no money is being. <laughs> again, I, don't I have six million chips. Means oh, absolutely nothing. Just so wealthy in your own mind. Do you know what I mean? Just so wealthy. <laughs> no, it was interesting because I'm I another thing to unwind is I watch um reality TV specifically during the summer. I watch Big Brother. Ah and yes. over the pandemic in twenty twenty one. I think it was 2021. Sure. Uh, someone on Facebook reached out to me and was like, hey, I see you're a Big Brother fan. Do you want to join this game Stop of it. virtual Big Brother? And it was a game, Claire. It was a 14-hour game on Zoom. And I won. Which Wait, I don't know. Which, uh, which again, is that a good thing or a bad I thing? <laughs> because if listen, there are any Big no Brother bad fans things. Learn, like, listening to this. No, but I told my boyfriend. I was like, Brett. After 14 hours, I won Big Brother. He, he was oh like, God. I don't know what that means. I was like, if this was the real world, I would have won $500,000. Right. it means nothing. It means Just nothing. But you nothing. know what? I can hold my head high because I know that I won. And I think that that's huge. After 14 hours I can't of believe gaming the 14 and seeming 14 hours. I thought this was going to be like two hours tops. Well, of course. But, you would but think. there were like 14, 15 of us from all different types, different walks of life. They were like, and we played the game, everybody. Wow. If anybody watches Big Brother, we played. They were challenges. People got pissed. There were alliances. I broke up alliances that I didn't <gasps> know. It was Excuse great. Me. It was definitely, definitely top, top three moments of pandemic. That's huge. I yeah. love that. And also kudos yeah. to the person who like organized it Miller. and created. Shout right? out Miller. Yeah. He Hello was, Miller. He was amazing. Good job. He was amazing. That's very impressive. So after you've seen a sh- wonderful show, yeah. you've played poker, then we go <laughs> yeah. on to bed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I would hope. I would hope. I would hope. Do you like any other reality shows? 
I do like Real Housewives of Atlanta. Of course. Yes. I'm not caught up on it. I know what's happening, you know, on the yes, Twitter and of stuff. Of course, of course. Um, Mass Singer was something that I really ah, liked. Yes. Um, I like Shark Tank. Oh, um, Shark Tank is fun. When I was, I was living at home for a year. Uh, uh-huh. I got into Married at First Sight, but that was That's that so was funny. like at home like they, yes. it was interesting because there was like at home shows that i would watch like i watched yes. Baroness first sight i watched the bachelor i watched the bachelorette i watched dancing I with the you. stars because my mom would watch it yes. and like that would be like i would go out of my room because i couldn't yeah. go anywhere like my friends i have two childhood friends that live in the dc area yeah but they're far away so i didn't have a social life yeah there's no DC. hanging out easily there's no hanging sometimes. out easily yeah. my girl maya would come and we'd like walk around the block sometimes right. but like there was no social outlet except for like watching tv with my yeah. mom um so i would watch these shows now couldn't tell you. I, you no know, I have no idea. Yeah. No yeah. idea. I did watch a couple seasons of The Married at First Sight. The first it's time I watched lot. it, it was a lot. It's a lot. I watched Houston season. That was the season okay. that I watched. Well, and I, I think remember. Boston season was the season okay. that I watched as well. It's, cr- I mean, I think that's what, like, it, it, it casting is that just to go back to casting. Yes. Casting is everything. It is. It <laughs> because, is. Especially with the reality TV because I produced yes. I produced reality TV shows. Oh, excuse um, me. And it's really interesting to see reality shows that work and reality yeah. shows that don't work. And even if it's like a docu-series show, right, which right, right. is your Real Housewives of Atlanta or things like that to an extent, right. like Slice of Life or your or your competition reality shows like American Idol or The Voice or right. Amazing Race or like, I don't even know what type of show Shark Tank would be, but right. like you don't yeah. have a Shark Tank without Mark Cuban, Barbara Corcoran, no, Lori exactly. Gardner. Like you don't have it's casting shows, yeah. but then you don't really, as we can see for Housewives of Atlanta fans, you don't have Housewives of Atlanta without Nini. No. You don't have Housewives of Atlanta without Phaedra, kind of. Like oh gosh, you I don't have these people. You don't like I want Phaedra back, names. but. Right, like Bethany, Dorinda, <laughs> yes. like Teresa, like these people, that is casting. Yeah. I watched Dance Moms for years. You don't have oh, Dance wow. Moms without Abby Lee Miller. No, you period. don't. Period. No, you don't. So like these reality casting directors and casting producers yeah. deserve, and if anybody watched the last season of Big Brother, whoa, like Crazy. Alex, who does the casting of Big Brother, okay. deserves everything because that season, what a ride. But it's it's casting through and through, um, yeah. even on the uh, non scripted shows, because those are the people that craft the show and that you are literally producing around. Now you produce some reality. I did. Look at that. Would you want to cast reality? No. No. <laughs> no. And that's why I said God bless, because again, no. there is at least with narrative, there is yeah. a structure, right? right. There is right. some sort of structure to that now it in the structure there is non-structure because everything mm-hmm. is subjective mm-hmm. right sure, sure you know so like you could like an actor that i'm like eh, and i could like an actor that you're like eh, you know right. so there right. is that but there is the structure to it if i'm casting an amazing race literally anybody anybody yeah. age race uh sexual orientation like it doesn't Everything. it doesn't matter language you yeah. know it could be whomever on these shows it is an open ended book um that seems overwhelming stresses me out i know i was about to say <laughs> you know like that's almost it's like, like the paralysis of choice almost yeah. it's like there's so many 
Yeah. And like even a real housewife show, what does that mean? Like you just have to be rich. Right. But what does that mean? You don't even have to be a wife. Like you 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 don't don't. have to be anything. No, you don't. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, casting is a lot of work, but the people that do reality, like I I was watching, um, what's that show? Uh, We Are Here. I think that's what it's called with uh, Bob the Drag Queen. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. My God, HBO, they are going so in some small town. Sorry for yelling. They're going in no, some I love small it. town and like Kansas and finding these How? people. Yeah. You know, it's like, God bless, God bless. So I, I, there is not even, respect doesn't even cover it. Admiration right. doesn't even cover it, but I, no, I'm good. Chops, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just thinking of all the reality shows. I know, like, all of them. Yeah, God bless. But there almost has to be, I mean, on both sides, for scripted yeah. and reality, there has to be an understanding of just human behavior and oh, psychology, sure. like, just you how they interact. the nail on the head. I have said, because again, I haven't been in the business as long as some of my colleagues. Sure. Um, but being in this business professionally for 10 years, yeah. I have now said you hit the nail on the head with that one psychology is the baseline to this job a hundred percent because and that's why i've been telling people take a psychology class read a book you have to be in tuned with yourself you have to be intuitive you have to be somewhat of an empath or like have some sort of empathy like you have to be a people person which is hilarious because if you knew me five years ago Uh you'd be like (laughs) <laughs> you um but casting has opened me up I yeah. was a shy kid I didn't like to talk wow. don't really like talking now but like it's right. like it's not but again that's why like I try to say yes to podcasts I try to say right. yes to opportunities I try to say yes to panels because it has opened me up yeah. um but yes you have to be you you gotta know people you have to be a psychologist because yeah. at the end of the day like I said it's so subjective and Absolutely. you know you have to read between the shows, lines you have to read between the lines you have to figure mm-hmm. out what fights you're going to fight for because at the end of the day it's not my decision right you know i like i said i send a link yeah. with five people six people per sure. role and then you tell me who you like and if you have any questions about someone we'll go back and forth if you need more right. something and if they pick someone that maybe i don't feel like is right I have to play the game of Erica, is this the thing that you want to fall on the sword for? Or is this something that you just want to let go? Is this the fight that you want to fight right now? Is this big enough for you to fight right now? Do you know this person enough to have that fight? Right. You know? And so it's like all of that. And also, like I said, this is a subjective business and this is such a subjective piece of the industry where for TV, you have to get the opinion of the showrunner, the writer, the director, the exec, so many people. And so, like I say, it's a dinner party. Yeah. You have someone who wants the chicken, someone who wants the steak, someone who's a pescatarian, someone who's a vegan, and someone who's on a juice cleanse. So all you Yikes. can offer them is water and hope for the best, <laughs> you know? And so it, it's, it's what it is. But like like you were saying, right. it's sort of like, okay, well, you and you, all right, yeah. and then you. And it's just a, it's a lot of psychology. How often And a little bit say, of manipulation. <laughs> well, I would think. I was about to say, how often do you having to kind of – the way you present them – or the way that you that's recommend also someone. That's of it. Yeah. That's, but, it's, but again, so subjective, right? And I've been right. lucky to work for many of offices where people are like, you put your best person first. Right. No, you put your best no, no, person no, no. in the middle. No, you put your best person last. No, you yeah. put it in alphabetical order. 
So beyond reading the people who are auditioning, you have to read the people you're presenting to. <laughs> you oh, 100%. To, yeah. Maybe that's why yeah. I'm One Big Brother. Like, it's yes. like, it, you just have to, you have to constantly be reading the person you're working with. Right. And it's quick. You have to be quick yeah. throughout this whole thing. Um, because again, is this person someone who's going to be a collaborator? But what type of collaborator right. is this mm-hmm. person? Do they you need know? to think it's all their idea? Or are they open to ideas? Are they open to ideas? Right. Are they? Do you need to make it like it's their idea? Right. Like if someone's like, I don't know, maybe I should pick this person. Maybe you go with the strategy of like, hmm, but I think what you're saying is mm-hmm, you do this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? You're right. And it's like, wow. it's I planted so the seed. I moved you around that barrel, yeah. but I made you think that you were moving around that you barrel. You did that. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. I- well, then no wonder you have to just like chill out and not do anything. Play poker. poker, with no, poker. Like on your phone versus with people because then, then you're again, reading people again, again. That's reading. That's reading. It's like, oh. okay, you put a, you put a, 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 you know, half of the pot on the, on the flop. Does that right? mean that you have a flush or does that mean you're bluffing? Wait, like, what does that mean? I'm too worn out from all of this. We need something very simple minded that you don't have to think about it's at all. Staring up at the that's good. That's good. Now I have to ask one more casting question, which will probably okay. end up being four casting questions and then we'll <laughs> be done. But I'm so curious about Broadway casting. Broadway. I know. First of all, Broadway, don't we love? Um, Broadway. Did you find any challenges that you weren't expecting when when casting for Broadway? Or was it very similar, but just knowing the different stakes or... Mm. I think with Broadway, I, I mean, with anything, I'm still learning, to right. be quite honest. Like, every day is something to be like, oh, what does that mean? But with right, Broadway right. specifically, I am learning every single day because this is not anything right. that I am used to. You know, right. I was very lucky enough to have a taste of theater and cast theater mm-hmm. before Broadway came a-knocking. So I worked That's with uh, the National Black Theater, uh, Jonathan yes. McCory, who's great um and love love him and then I worked with the drama league um a lot with Nylon and and other people over there um so I got to learn what casting for theater was and kind of get a taste of like a little bit of the rules but there's so many rules so many (laughs) there's just so many rules like the EPAs and when you can post and you know what does that mean and um you know, a callback. And, um, and then the thing that will always just blow my mind is you do the casting process twice. Now, wait, and sometimes three times. Well, because you have your principal casting, but then you have your understudy casting. And you have to, and especially now you have, I mean, before this definitely, but now it's like, you have to play to win. So like you are casting. Most likely going up. (laughs) A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so that is the thing that is crazy because in film and yeah. TV, you just cast once. Right. You're done. You know, Moving unless on. something happens. Right. Something happens, then you recast. Sure. But with Broadway and theater, it's like, okay, great. And then let's do it all again. Yeah. And then sometimes that's even, it's even a harder ask, mm-hmm. you know, because you might be casting an understudy that covers four roles that span three different age ranges. Love. Have mercy. So yes. Like, how do you find one person to to be a teenager in their 30s and in their 60s? What does yes. that look like? Yeah. But you do it. 
And sometimes you have the, all the time in the world and sometimes you have two months and sometimes you have four weeks. Yeah. Theater, I, theater is, is, is interesting. I do, I do enjoy it. Uh-huh. The rules of theater. And I do yeah. enjoy it. And again, again, I'm, this is where I'm the student to go back right. to your first question. Right. This is when I'm the student and I'm just sitting there and just listening and learning. Yeah. And you know, like the, again, the casting process, bring in the actor, the actor does their thing. For sure. You talk For to sure. the director, they pick their person, see you on stage. The process is basically the same. The same. Right. For, okay. you know, all the mediums. Right. But it's just the little intricacies and the rules and the timing and this and yeah. that and do do do. Do you want to be doing more Broadway or do you just like doing a little bit of everything? I like doing a little bit of everything. Yeah. My dad always says that they're keeps it interesting, keeps it fresh. Mm-hmm. Dad always says there are two types of people. There's someone who knows a little bit about a lot, and there's someone who knows a lot about a little. Mm-hmm. And I see myself as someone who knows a little bit about a lot. I love um, that. And with that, I think just keeping your hands in many different yeah. um, mediums and just learning from as many people as you can mm-hmm. just keeps things fresh, you know, and, and some, the days are long, yeah. um, you know, and sometimes you're working with people that you do not like yeah, um, <laughs> and they don't like you. Um, yeah. But, oh, but uh, I've been lucky that that has not happened as many times as good. the goodness has happened. Good. Um, good, good, good. So I'm very lucky in that regard, but yeah, I'm, I'm always open. I think, you know, if it's good, it's good. I've been lucky to cast for Broadway, you know, off Broadway, mm-hmm. um, film, TV, commercials, music videos, right. back um, to the music videos, no, the original the love. Oh, gee, love. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I've been very, I've been very lucky. But yeah, yeah, no, I think you know I want to cast a live dance performance. I think Ooh, that yes. would be awesome. Yes, um, yes, yes. I've not cast a musical yet. Okay. I think that yeah. would be really interesting to see what that looks like. What does a dance sure. call look like? Um, so that would be really fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think anything and everything, as long as it's good and the people are nice and kind and, you know, somewhat of a collaborator, right, a true exactly. collaboration would be perfect, but yeah. sometimes you don't get the perfection. I think respect, I think, respect levels across out the board. throughout, because yeah. um, it's really interesting how people are disrespectful. But Right? And how yeah. they get so far. How they Being get disrespectful. So far. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't end on that note. We'll end on a no. high note. <laughs> let's so end what, on a high note. Let's end on a high note. My last question is if you are curious in anyone, who would you like to hear on this podcast? Like what person would you like to see a snapshot of their day? Ooh. Right? Because there's so many darn people. <laughs> Especially in New York City. Uh, no. I will be a thousand percent honest. When you asked yeah. that question, the first thing that came to mind, and this Talk is random and weird as all H-E double hockey sticks, a ventriloquist. Huh? I don't know <gasps> why that came Wait. through my mind. Obsessed. I don't know why. Literally, you said, who would you want? And ventriloquist literally came into my brain. Uh, okay, done. I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I mean, I said done. I don't know any, but we can find one. No, neither <laughs> do I. Um, Listen, if no, you are but casting, I, I don't know, just like a a an interesting performer, like a perform, right. like you know, like a circus performer or a ventriloquist right. or a ventriloquist, or a specifically, or right. you know, someone someone whose life has probably been 
definitely changed over this time. Absolutely. Because you know? what does it look like to be a ventriloquist in 2023? Right. Um, I don't it doesn't know. have the same effect when you're watching on Zoom. A yeah. ventriloquist, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't Maybe. Think. I can't say that I've seen a lot of performances over Zoom, so I really don't know. Yeah. No, I don't know. Just someone 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 who has like an out of the box performer I like that. situation. Okay, I'm on it. We're gonna I don't do know some what that searching. is. No. An aerialist. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I don't know why I'm in this like <laughs> vaudeville. I love that. Right Maybe now. You know, maybe you're foreseeing your next project that you're working on. Wow. Sure. Under the Who knows? Top. Who see. knows? A musical about a circus musical. performers. There a we go. A musical about a ventriloquist. There we go. I love it. I can't wait. No mad. Thank you so very much for no, doing thank this. thank you. It was so fun talking to you. I have... I've taken a couple of your classes before, and you were also so very kind at the beginning of the pandemic. You chatted with my manager's team of people, mm. with Elena's, and I was like, that's so mm. kind just to, like, touch base and yeah. let us know what's happening, because we were all so confused with what the hell was going on. For sure. Right? I think, But I think, you know, just know that we're all confused, regardless we're of where confused. you are are in your career yes. where you are in front of the table behind the table wherever right. you are on this journey of show yeah it, we're all confused we're all trying to figure yes. it out now how can people find you um you can if you find want them to me, yeah no find me find me on instagram uh, at elove67 um yeah, I'm I on love that. it. You can see all of the shows that she's going to see. All of the shows. All of the shows. And I sometimes give recommendations if I yes. really, really love it. I love that. Erica, again, thank you so very much. And may I say, Happy New Year to you. And may 2023 be filled with dance classes. Ah, uh, back to you. Happy 2023, it. everybody. Clarify Your Day is hosted by Claire Burns and produced by Crystal Dinsberg. <laughs>